At YU Financial, we train agents to use insurance in a way that helps clients affordably create and protect assets or get out of debt while using every dollar more efficiently. For more information on becoming an agent or a client, check out the first episode of YU Short Stories featuring myself, CJ Francis Aranini, or check out our website at yufinancial.co. That's the letter Y, the letter U, financial.co, not .com. And now to this week's episode. Welcome to YU Short Stories, presented by YU Financial, with your host, C.J. Francis Aranini. Welcome to this week's episode of YU Short Stories. Today, we've got Andy Okala, principal of Wealthline Consultants, Inc. How you doing, boss? Doing good, doing good. Happy to be here, C.J. How about yourself? Doing well. You know the first question. What is it that you do? And why are you passionate about it? So, uh, as you previously stated, I'm the principal of Wealthline Consultants, uh, where we, we really focus on getting this level of information, very similar to what you do with YU, uh, from the top 1%, from you know people who have known it and survived and, and built wealth off of it for so long, and bringing it down to the everyday people, the everyday person. The reason I'm really passionate about it, honestly, I got into the industry about two and a half years ago now. And every new thing that I would learn, the first people I would want to tell was my family. In fact, me and my dad, we have that kind of relationship now. He works in information technology, so he is so far removed from finances. But being, you know, first generation Nigerian Americans in America, they made so many financial mistakes from the moment they came here when I was three. Um, and just learning from those mistakes, learning, you know, new ways to handle our money and, and build the life that we want became a passion of mine. And so every time I would learn something new, he'd be the first to know. I actually went home today. Um, and that's what, you know, that's part of our conversation we're always talking about. So just bringing that level of information down to the everyday person, even somebody who didn't grow up in this culture, uh, making it digestible for them and implementable for them. I'm really, I'm definitely really passionate about that. Okay, so, you know, specifically, when you say this level of information, I know you mentioned finance. Um, what information are you talking about? What information are you passionate about bringing from the, the 1% down, you know, to the masses? That's a great question. To be specific about ways to be more efficient with their finances. I'm very, I want to call it math-oriented, but I'm very numbers-focused. Um, so I like to make everything an equation, meaning, you know, ever since I learned how to solve for X in seventh grade, I look at every problem that way. X is on one side, how do I solve for that? And so trying to create those same scenarios for people is what I'm passionate about. So if, for example, somebody would like to get out of debt, being able to show them a implementable plan to get out of debt in the time that they would want and what that would take. Um, Or if somebody wants to have a, a good retirement, what does that look like, right? And so, you know, there's many softwares, many different things out there. Um, and honestly, especially when it comes to finances, we're in a very literate society. So there's oftentimes an overload of information, especially with new things like digital money, you know, and different things. So I, I like to kind of sift through all that and help people get what they need when they need it, be, be a resource for them. Okay. Um, and how did you like get started with that? Where did that come from? I know you said that you've been in the industry, you know, insurance um, for a certain amount of years. But what you're talking about is not just insurance. Right. So how did you get into that as a as a passion, meaning 
financial literacy and more so the financial side of, of that industry? So, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a knowledge seeker. I like to, to tout that I'm a student learner at all times. So I'm always listening to different things, you know, watching different YouTube videos, um, trying to stay you know, ahead of the curve on what's going on. And it really just came from that constantly seeking knowledge. I've never thought that I was one to know everything. Um, and how I kind of came here, I mean, I, with my previous company, you know, I was licensed in the industry. Um, I had gotten some, some few investment licenses as well. Um, but I kind of I started to see how the majority of the industry looked at the market and, and what they were telling people to do. But then when you look at the other end, it wasn't getting people to where they, they needed to be. And I keep bringing it back, you know, to, to why I'm passionate about it is, you know, looking at my my family, my personal situation. For me, it was really seeing the big problem, which is there was a day I came, it was about was probably a year and a half into the industry. I was like, yo, dad, when are you going to retire? There's rarely a time I've ever asked this man a question that he didn't have an answer. But he was just like, like he knew his situation. You know, he's knocking on retirement now. So he was like, honestly, son, I don't know. And so just always looking for how can I, you know, first of all, impact my family and then outwards from there. You know, that's actually when I, I, I had met you before, right? You know, we, we had mutual friends always talking football, whatever the case may be. But um, I remember I, I had come to the YU office about a year and a, a, year and a half ago yeah, now. About a year and a half. Uh-huh. And um, we were in there for like four hours and time wasn't a thing to me. Like four hours went by and I needed more. I've told you this before, but like I left that meeting and it was me and my brother, you know, business partners. You know, I left that meeting and I was, I started doing a lot of research, a lot of digging. And that's kind of where, you know, where we decided we were going to take that goal into our own hands. So we formed our own company, Wealthline Consultants Incorporated, back in May of 2020 in the height of the pandemic. It just provided a real good opportunity for us. And, you know, we've been blessed. Okay. So we talk about this a lot. A lot of people that are on the show, they're passionate about what they do, but they've also turned it into a business. Right. They've, they've figured out how to monetize. They figured out how to do whatever with it. Um, so in your case, what exactly is Wealthland Consultants um, when it comes to business? Right. Because you could be passionate about something and just talk about it and just do it. Um, but what made you say, OK, I'm going to incorporate. I'm going to have a business. And then what was your business model behind getting this information to other people? That's a wonderful question. Uh, I mean, before this, I, you know, I owned an LLC, a staffing agency at the University of Georgia, where we contracted with the state in order to connect students, you know, just to break it down, we connected students to different departments on campus at UGA who needed short term, you know, just extra hands. And so that would make students, you know, $10 an hour, $12, 15 uh, in their spare time. So I, I first got my taste of helping other people make money from that experience. It wasn't sustainable. The margins were too thin. So that was kind of my first business lesson. You know, even while I was doing that, that's when I got into financial services. I realized the time to money ratio was drastically different. And it wasn't me working all the hours as a staffing agency. But honestly, if I, if I broke it down, my net profit, you know, on that contract was like a dollar per hour. So for every hour that students would work, I'd make a dollar. So, you know, you can only imagine how many hours people would have to work to make that sustainable. Whereas, you know, in, in a little bit of time, I would make you know, a lot more. So the business model, you know, we're, we're uh, an agency where we use the system of insurance to help people achieve their goals. I mean, not just that. Oftentimes I find myself in a position of an advisor or, you know, where people are 
asking me different questions about, you know, they're buying their first home or they're trying to work on this at the third. And so I've, I've kind of positioned myself and ourselves as Wealthline Consultants as that resource. You know, there's been times I have clients who, like I said, they're buying their first home, their credit isn't where they need to be. And though I don't work on credit personally, I actually have other clients who specialize in that or other friends and, and, and family that specialize in that. And so being able to just connect people to the goal, even though I'm not making money directly from there, I know that if I help enough people, right, the money, the money follows. I mean, ever since starting my first business, I've always lived with that kind of mentality in a value-driven economy. Dollars follow value. If I offer value to enough people, the money follows. On the flip side, in your opinion, and everybody has this, everybody knows this, you know, when it comes to whatever they do, even if they're not passionate about it, what would you say is the worst thing about bringing information to people, the financial side, maybe even the business? What, what is the thing that you don't like the most? I mean, there's a few things, and these two things probably tie for, for number one as the, the worst thing. But number one would, would definitely be the connotation or the lack of understanding in the industry, specifically in insurance, right? When people think of insurance, their mind immediately goes somewhere. And oftentimes it's a hurdle or it's a, a barrier that can be too high to climb. And I'm not, I didn't get into this to convince anyone of, every, of, of anything. You know, I'm looking for people who match my value proposition, um, which, you know, I'm a little biased, but I feel like that's everybody. Everybody deals with money. But again, just, just the connotation behind Things like insurance oftentimes feels like a barrier too high, too high to climb. And then specifically in, in my business model, we're building an organization, right? It's not just me. It's not just me and my business partner. Shout out Joe Okala. But, um, you know, we have other agents who are, are getting licensed. And, and so being able to be green in this industry, like I was two and a half years ago and overcome that, it's not easy. It, it actually is a hurdle that's too high to climb sometimes. People are like, oh, I've heard this before. Oh, I have that. They have no clue what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that, you know. And so, uh, yeah, that's what I would say is the worst, the worst part. Okay. And then kind of building off of that, what failures have you had? All right. You know, getting to the point that you're at, what are the things that you've, you know, had to overcome um, to get to the point that you're at today? That's dang. I didn't even know you had these, these good questions on this podcast. <laughs> failures. Boy, there's many. You know, I've had failures in, like I said, building an organization, being able to train and develop people is no small task. I pride myself on being a people's person, but you know that that's very circumstantial. And there's no way I can determine the success of another, whether it's a client, whether it's a fellow agent. And I've learned through those. So my biggest failure would definitely be, you know, with different people. I've messed up a lot of really big contracts or really big apps uh, where, you know, I was, again, new, learning something new, I worked for an LMS company before. It's a learning management system. And so a lot of the thought leadership was about how humans learn and retain knowledge. And there was something that has stuck with me ever since that internship, which was the 70-20-10 principle. 70% of what we learn and retain is experiential, right? Whereas 20% is peer-to-peer knowledge transfer, 10% is kind of the formal book training. If I look back or anybody listening looks back, that's really how it ends up being. Like you think, oh, I'm getting this degree to go and do this, X, Y, and the third, and, and, and you end up somewhere else where it really was just the experience that taught you. And so I think those failures, those mistakes are part of that. So, you know, a lot of, of those mistakes with people have taught me to be better, to be kind of more intentional, uh, more efficient, both with my time um, and, and energy where I'm placing that. So, yeah. 
Cool. Um, and in, in the future, near future, distant future, um, what would you say is your goal for Wealthmind Consultants? Where do you want to see it? Um, whether that's numbers wise, whether that's people, how many people you, whatever metric you use to, you know, determine success or where you want it to go. What do you want to see Wealthline doing in the future? So, I mean, ultimately, I, I believe the problem that we solve is a lack of information and the space we're in is misunderstood. And so in order to solve that problem, I can't talk to a million people in a year, in five years, in 10. I can't alone do that alone. It's going to take a massive group all with that mission in mind. And so ultimately, my goal is to build an organization of, you know, if I had to assign a number to it, 100 to 200, you know, full-time writing agents. And it's really not that number that I'm focused on, but it's the the impact and the, and the reach that that number can get to. Um, year to year, uh, we track internally, you know, every quarter we, we meet as a board and see how many people we've spoken to. So the, that appointment number for us is really important. Whether that ended up into a you know uh, an application which is directly tied to our revenue, or whether that you know it, it was a it was a no. Our main focus, our main job, we believe, is to get that information to as many people as possible, family, you know, friends, uh, or even cold market. You know, we purchase leads. Just being able to get that information out there is what I'm really passionate about because I've seen what it's done directly in my family's life. Last question. What advice would you give to someone that wants to be you? Someone that wants to do what you do, um, hears what you're saying, loves, you know, maybe not even love specifically what you're talking about, but says, hey, man, I want to build a business or I want to do that kind of thing. You know, what advice would you give to them if they're listening to you right now? It, it would be to stop vilifying your mistakes. A lot of people allow those mistakes, those experiences to define them instead of extracting the lesson from there to build on top of it. When you're starting a business, you know, it's definitely not easy. Anybody who says that is fooling themselves and anybody who they're talking to. It's not an easy task. So oftentimes, like we glorify these, you know, unicorn companies, these software companies, which is what I was doing back then, right? Is how do I raise this much money and blah, 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 where you don't really see that majority of them fail. And that doesn't mean that it failed in life, but that failure leads somewhere else. So, I mean, ultimately, I think the, the number one advice would be don't vilify those mistakes. Take them for what they are. Take the lesson and build on it. It's going to take time. It's going to take dedication or consistency. You're going to have to change. I'm not who I want to be. I'm not the principal of, of Wealthline Consultants with uh, hundreds, 200 agents impacting millions of lives. I'm not there yet. I got to change to be to become that person. So you got to be willing to change. And, not vilify those mistakes. Awesome. So we always do this. We give the guests 30 seconds to a minute. Plug whatever it is that you want to plug. The floor is yours. Never had this much power. Um, <laughs> so, you know, if, if you guys want to find out a little bit more about what I'm talking about, what we do, obviously any any content that you see through YU's there. Um, more specifically, we recently did a video where we kind of laid it all out there. It's about 50 minutes well worth your time. I, I went back and rewatched it. I'm somebody I don't like my voice, but when I tell you we kind of spazzed on there, we did. So you can access it through the YU website and check it out. You know, and reach out. Don't don't think that you know you know it all. Don't think that you've heard it all. Again, a lot of people in a, in an era where we're more financially literate, we think there's just so much information we know it all. Awesome, dope. So definitely listen to the man YUfinancial.co. 
um, definitely check that out. What he said is true. You know, I listened back to it as well. Um, there's a lot of value in there. Other than that, um, don't forget, this is Why You Short Stories. Definitely share this episode with whoever you think might be helped by it. Um, don't forget to subscribe, rate us, review us. We are wherever you listen to podcasts, or you can reach us at stories.whyufinancial.co. Anything else? We're good to go? Good to go. Awesome. All right, guys. We will see you guys next week. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs>